0: Team, homie, motherfuckers. That's I started out watching uh-huh. that big boom on a the cartoon. Yeah. Then pretending the stick was a stick in a park two yeah. nerf guns. Black water pistols that look real. Sure. the nigga. Yeah. He took one looking with shook still. Yeah. Whoa, that started the fetish arson collected uh-huh. I will garnish a weapon uh-huh. from Taurus to Western. Sort off the Agnes, 40s to desert. Whatever the situation called for, I'll pull it in a second. should fully address it. Yeah. Who want what? Want Put what? respect when I name whenever you talk us. Talk us. Cause us. I don't do I do walk-ups. walk ups, piss up. on the crime scene before you get the chalk up. Huh. Right. Set up shop here. Team me, run his block, keep them eyes clear. Right. Or it's murder be the case, and I won't leave a clue to get solve Keep your mouth shut, let them pigs do their job. nothing. I'm in the mood of going to get some Chinese for the kids. So my daddy, we want Chinese.
1: Man, so so, what's the normal Chinese order like for the Suave Seven household?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find out right now. I think my son, he just like chicken wings and shit. He, you know, my like six year old, he was like chicken wings or he like broccoli, shrimp and broccoli. That's why then we get him now. And then the other one, I think he wants sesame chicken and some dumb shit like that. You know what I mean? So, I'm waiting for the word now so I can go out the door. Because they like procrastinating, waiting till the last minute. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be putting pajamas on and getting his little ass in the bed. He's talking about he wants Chinese food.
1: Man, you're a good dad for going out to get it at 9 o'clock at night, man.
0: No, nah, that's only because I ain't cooked tonight. And I've been asking them what they wanted to eat for the longest, and they ain't say nothing. Now they want to say something. I'm, you know what I mean? I just put my shoes back on. Like, All right, let me go get this shit. <laughs> so what well, you know? if I had if I have cooked, if I had cooked, there would have been none of that shit. They would have ate, and they would have been the best. So what do you? Know Yo, about? what you what you want, Jamal? My Jamal. Yeah. What do you want from the Chinese store? All right, yeah, like I said, Sesame chickens. Know these
1: things <laughs> well, man. So, what do you normally right. cook them when 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 you're on um, dinner dinner patrol, man? What do you normally cook?
0: Um, man, I cook everything, bro. It's a variety. It depends on what we got in the fridge or the freezer. Last night, I made some some baked chicken, and um, the night before that, I made some um, some stuffed
1: salmon. So so these are real meals. These aren't just like...
0: Oh, nah. Pop it in the... Nah, that's
1: my other passion.
0: I've been in music, man. I love cooking, man. I've been doing that shit since I was about six. First thing I ever cooked was eggs. I'm trying to make my mother breakfast and shit. I used to do the nastiest shit in the world as a kid with cinnamon and eggs and shit.
1: That's disgusting. (laughs) My
0: mother it's disgusting. My mom used to eat it like, oh my baby, she's so good. How to do that shit at me? I was so fucked.
1: You obviously have a great mother to 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 be able to do that and with a and make you feel good about it.
0: Yeah, years later she told me how this shit was disgusting. Or like she said, yeah, she used to eat. She said she used to try to wait till I walked away so she could throw it away. But I used to be like, I had to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the and, to, play, right, and try to eat it and just like hold up breath while she swallowed this shit thank you.
1: That's incredible is, is that the nastiest thing you think you ever made? No
0: Not at all I'm talking about on purpose?
1: In just, yeah, sure or, or by accident
0: No, not by accident On purpose probably, yeah On purpose for some reason I thought it was good to put cinnamon in eggs but yeah, but um, you know when you cook, you you experiment. You know what I mean? That's how you test flavors and shit. And um, yeah, I I experimented a couple times, thinking, oh I'm gonna try something out, and it didn't come out too good. And then I experimented a couple times, and that shit was banging. And yo, there was yo, I keep it real. I had made some um, what was that shit? I had made some. Sweet chili turkey wings, right? Or some more I had some sweet chili sauce left over. What happened when I went to a barbecue with my wife in Jersey and um her her cousin that was on the grill, he wasn't just making barbecue chicken, he had some like sweets, some sweet chili sauce, some some shit he had. And that shit was banging, basically what I'm trying to say. So I tried to you know what I mean? I tried it, so I, I call myself in the crib trying to make me some sweet chili. You know what I mean? Sweet chili turkey wings. And one day I did, it, and the shit was slamming. So I tried to do it again, and it did come out the same. I was like, man, "What the fuck? I did wrong." Like I've been trying to do that shit over since. The, I mean, I did it. I did it like like a couple months ago, and it was good. But the first time I did it, that shit was just like, man. But anyway, I'm getting off the topic. I'm just you got me thinking about <laughs> nah, food. man,
1: I'm hungry myself. So this is this is a good conversation. But well, yeah, you guys, you know, about a month ago celebrated Team Hommy Day, and I know we spoke on the day, man. I know it was a pretty good day. So, what did your Team hommy Day look like? Yeah, your your Hommie Day.
0: Well, Hami Day fell on like a Tuesday or some shit this year. Um. To be real with you, we ain't really do much on the actual day, see I mean. day. We just spoke and reached out to each other, you know what I mean. Um I did link up with a couple of the homie members and we had a we had a drink, went out for drinks, um, got something to eat, smoked some weed, you know what I mean, chopped it up a little bit. But this year we didn't really do much. We just kinda just kept it kept it close into the families. Um we reached out to the families of the fallen. Just to check on, you know, because, um, you know, Tommy Day, that's September 17th, it's P.H.'s birthday, it's J.R.'s birthday, rest in peace to them. And it's also Sean Price's wedding anniversary, rest in peace to him. So we definitely reached out to the necessary people, Bernadette Price, of course. P.H.'s wife, Shantae, of course. J.R.'s wife, Jessica, of course. Reached out to the kids, you know what I mean? we just, We just kept that way. We ain't really throwing no big extravaganza and no shit this year. I'm going to plan some real big shit for next year. It was just like, it was a lot going on this year. And then it was on a Tuesday. And then the weekend before, um, the weekend before it, I had to be in Detroit. And then the weekend after, I think my wife had an engagement or oh, we had to go to a wedding. That's what it was. So it was like, it was just like, I ain't want to wait too long after the day. Like I didn't want to, I ain't have time to do it the weekend right after, so we went to the wedding. But I ain't want to wake a whole another weekend. And just, it was just like, man, listen, we do something that shit.
1: No doubt, you know, you spent a lot of time too with PH, especially, you know, as you both got into the battle rap scene and everything. What was what was your friendship with PH but like? I,
0: oh no, nah, that's my brother. I ain't no friendship, man. That's my brother, dude. Yeah, blood can't make us no closer. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's, that was my boy. That was, we, he brought me into this ever battle. Race. Like I've been battling for years, but this ever battling with the online and the leagues and P.A. kind of brought me into that. You know what I mean? He, he, the one who asked me to do it. He the one who reached out to me and was like, "Your swave, I want you to battle this kid." And um. Yeah, even beyond the battles, man, booking shows. He was a book, beat my album drop. Son of a one on man. PH, booked my album release party. And he came through in the clutch because I had planned on throwing an album release party in Harlem, but the spot that I had fell through two weeks before the event. So PH went and got me public assembly in Brooklyn, very last minute. I had like a week to promote. And it was a sold out event, so I, I, I mean, he came to in the clutch for me with that. Like, the place shut down on me two weeks. Like, oh man, what the? I had all this promotion going, all these people coming from out of town, and, I, and the venue hit me like that. Yeah, we can't do it. And I remember, just, I remember panicking, and I just. I I ain't even call PA he called me like on some called me to chop it up. It wasn't even about this. you know I mean, I ain't even tell nobody. I was just so panicky trying to find out what I'm gonna do. The PH called me like, yo, on some what's up type shit, ready to chop it up. And I'm like, yo, my nigga, I need a venue, man. The venue just canceled on me. And he was like, You need a venue? I call you back. And he called me back later that night, like, yo, I got public assembly. I was like, yo, this boy here, man this dude got to be the best got to be What's up, man? You know what? what up aido what up no me
1: no and he didn't even take anything from the door right like you had to force force the um you had to force him to actually take some money right
0: yeah no doubt he came and bought me the money he made at the door and he took a little percentage but the percentage he took i just felt like for all the work he did I definitely had to give him more than what he asked for So I gave him another extra 100 On top of what he took like, He didn't even want to take it man. I had to pry it in his hand With the handshake like, Act like I'm giving a pound And just put it in his hand Like man, let's take that you know what I mean? he, he, he he came through in the clutch man. Like I almost started Making little
1: Cancellation
0: posts Like yo, don't come, it's over It's not going down but I ain't
1: have to do that. That's that's incredible. And I remember when we interviewed, we did an interview around that time. It was March of 2013. And at that point, you weren't really looking to get too heavy into the battle scene. But looking at looking at how you've been involved in it um you know over, you know, the, the past few years, you know, are you happy with Kind of what you've been able to get from the battle rap scene and the dividends that's paid? Um, yeah, nah, definitely I I'm I am
0: i do battle was battling a lot, bro. Battle rap put my name in a different set of lights. Put it in and talk with a different set of people, put a different set of eyes on. me. and, and a lot of the a lot of the things that I've gotten has come through battle rap. Even for as long as I've been an MC, just doing shows and doing mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. to When I started battling, that's when a lot of the shit really started to come to a head, and a lot of opportunities started to to hit my line and reveal itself. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I, I get battle a, a battle rap a whole lot of praise. You know, hold on, hold on. Can I get a um, order um, shrimp and broccoli with brown rice? Or mm-hmm. order sesame chicken with pork fried rice. I hate that he ate like pork. And let me get an order chicken wings and um, regular and shrimp fried rice. Chicken wings and shrimp fried rice. That's it. pork fried rice. Yeah. Shrimp fried rice. Yeah. yeah. You take you card. All
1: right, I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah,
0: hello?
1: Yeah. So this is cool, man. One of the last interviews I did, Vanderslice, the producer, actually took a shit in the middle of the interview Like, and didn't stop talking. So the fact that you're ordering Chinese food is a much less... Um,
0: Yeah, that's a little extra, man like doing all that, though That's disgusting So
1: I appreciate you just ordering Chinese food, man I hope it doesn't go any further than that
0: Yeah, nah, that's it, man I gotta feed the kids, B And I keep it real They've been begging me for Chinese food for about a week now And I, you know, I don't really buy out I don't really buy food out too often You feel me? I eat in the house. I um I cook, you know what I mean? I go food shopping
1: and I eat in the
0: house. So, um I don't really do too much of the the, the buying out the fast food shit. But my son, you know, one of them my my 17-year-old, my, my my he 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 got a um he was getting bad report cards, you know what I mean? And his his um what you call it? The progress report was kind of whack. So his mother, you know what I mean, got in his ass. He's not my biological son. That's my wife's son. You know what I mean? But, you know, I've been with my wife 11 years, so I raised him. So that's my son. I don't even know why I said that. But anyway, his mother started getting in his ass. So she took away the 2K. She took away wild shit. Took away his phone. Took away math privileges. And he was able to get his grades up. But I'm saying to say this, his grades came up. So when he asked me for the Chinese food the other day, I kind of ain't even want to tell him no because he's been doing his thing. You know what I mean? But I, had, he had the only reason why I didn't get it is because he asked me while I was cooking. So I'm like, I ain't about to go out. You know what I mean? I'm cooking right now. I ain't about to go run and get no right. fucking Chinese food. No. My G, what up, boy?
1: That's cool, though.
0: It
1: sounds like you
0: it sounds, it sounds like earned it. Yeah. Yeah, so they earned it. And then my, my six-year-old, um, you know, he in a little staggered tooth stage. So his two teeth in the front came out, so he running around with no teeth in his <laughs> mouth. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's all good merit. I told him he got nice. Chinese food. I be making fun of him, like, how you going to eat <laughs> it?
1: Man, it looks so funny, too. Mine, mine is missing one tooth right now, my six-year-old. And it's like not having that, not having front teeth, like they look, I don't even think they know how funny they look.
0: Oh yeah, for real. And then you know what's crazy? Soon as my son's teeth came out, right? His school, his school hit me with picture day. (laughs) (laughs) So I I swear to God, like the day his tooth came out, the next day he go to school, when I pick him up, they send a flyer for picture day. I said, oh, that's crazy. I said hey, they wait for your tooth. Dude. You ain't got no teeth in your mouth. They talk about picture day, so now I'm about to yeah. have a little snagger tooth picture. You know that little no yes. tooth picture. Everybody <laughs> got one. So my son about to have one now. The no tooth picture. Like oh, he ain't got no teeth. It's re- I try to I try to tell him how to smile so he don't show it all. But i pretty shocked. Sure, I asked him. I said, so how did you smile? He told me how he smiled. And, you look like he try to show every piece of gum. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so I of fucking man. That's it's gonna be one was. of
1: those that you put on the wall, man.
0: Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's crazy. definitely.
1: And so originally, like we were, we were doing this interview on squatters' rights, and you know the project that you did um, over the over the summer. Yes, yes. But obviously, we got yes July night. I mean.
0: Yeah, July ninth, I dropped a project with my boy Wade Out Black for Slum. Me and Wade Out Black together at Slum, the name of the project is Squad is right. Excuse me, a little eight-song EP that we dropped in the July. And it's still actually doing well to this day. Like, right now, it's still doing numbers. Like, I'll be checking on it, and it's still moving. Like, niggas like this project, I see. So, you know, we got a couple of weeks. We got, like, um it? we got three videos off the project online on youtube right now right here homicide and it started up we got three videos off the project that's, that's out right now you can check it out
1: i mean too like I, I was just happy because it had been so long since i'd heard music from you i mean obviously the battles are great but i really enjoyed son of a one Arm man that you did you know back in 13. so yeah. it was it was great just to hear some right. music after six years
0: yeah, I, I I I apologize. As well, I appreciate you, and I also apologize, for the I hate it. Battle rap can't be real occupied. Um, I've been doing a lot of talking with Immortal Technique and shit. Who's actually on tour right now? So y'all check that out. Um, and you know, I had a my son. You know, what I mean, he's six now, but you know, all this shit took place the year my son was born, the, the year my album dropped. So that shit. It, it kind of paused a lot of shit for me as far as touring and all that, because I had a new baby, so I couldn't really leave right away. You know what I mean? And it was like that actually kind of ended a lot of shit as far as my album go. But it, you know, it, I wouldn't change it for the world because you know, my was a baby. So my son was born around the same. My my, my my album dropped in March. My son was born, and and um September. So. It kind of, you know, right, that little stress between March and September was my only time to work the album. And then even with that, my wife was going through her labor pains and all that, her contraptions. So even with that, I had to play the house close. I was taking local shows or shows like in Jersey, one city or one, one town over, one state over. Like I couldn't really travel travel. I had to turn down a lot of shows like in like Colorado, yeah, oh, I turned on a Cali show A Miami show I had to turn down A couple different shows Because I I, I didn't want to have to leave And do A water break You know what I mean
1: Yeah no, you, Those are those sacrifices so, That's like You gotta make it And the people who have kids Understand And the people who don't have kids Don't always get it
0: Until nope. they have one Right yeah, but that's definitely that. So, so you know, my son was born in 2013. My album dropped in 2013. Um, I had all this. Me and the label that put out Son of a One Armed Man, we had it all. He planned for the follow up, but I just, you know, my son was born, so it kind of stopped a lot of shit. Uh, but I still worked it for the most part for as much as I can. And the moment my son got here, I was I was scheduled to battle daylight, which day it happen because the fight broke out and then after that I just went right back on the whole I went right back on the street trying to sell the album, man. you know what I mean? Did a couple of shows, went out of town, got got to a, a couple of shows, still wasn't going too far but going to like Philly or Delaware, Rhode Island, shit like that. You know what I mean? No no nothing no more than 4 hours away driving. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, with this project, Squatters Rights, I mean, I think one of the things that stands out is the variety throughout the project. Right. I'm guessing that was intentional, right?
0: Right. Yes, sir. I wanted to give something different than my album. You know, my album was a testament to me. It was just my life. You know what I mean? I got a song about my brother that was murdered on there. You know what I mean? I got, I got skits with my father talking, talking about how I got into martial arts. It was just like me, you know what I mean? With the Slums Project, it was... First of all, I did it with my man, Wade Eye. And um, it was more so... I wanted to, to, to shed light on the, the, the shifting in hip-hop. As far as the newcomers coming up in hip-hop, and it's not really necessarily the same way that I came up on hip-hop, but it has a lot of elements and a lot of key parts to it that are similar. And my boy Wada, he's he's very nice in doing the new age hip-hop as well as the, the the rap that I do. You know what I mean? And me and him linking up like that, I actually learned a lot from him. So it was a combination of both. And I felt like it fit because I could play it for a younger audience or an older audience. You know what I mean? And, and they both love it the same. So it was like a perfect combination of something to 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 for me to fit my way in with these young niggas, but yet still remain me.
1: That's awesome. You know, so when you look at that and you, you look at just like at the song level, what was that collaborative process like with Waidah?
0: Um, actually, it was kind of natural, man. Man, him get in the studio and he just vibe out, man. Hit the music, play the beats, and um, without Matt silence, said, boy, the, the boy boy he getting in that studio and and the 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 monster come out. And just seeing him in that zone inspired me, so I get right in his zone with him. And we, you know that's what came out. The slump project came out from that. the voice. Yeah, the boy talented. And then the beats, the beats we get we were getting um great production from 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 you know, from a couple people we know, like my boy Static, but also we were getting new production. Like this is my first time that like with my album I reached out to a lot of people I actually knew, like I actually worked with this time we was reaching out to people online. Like, yo, you got beats in them in. People were sending us bombers, so we was just like, all right, boom, giving them their credits. Uh, we had to pay them, then we paid them for whatever. But for the most part, I was doing, we was using a lot of beats of people that I, I still, I, I, we was using beats from people that, some of them I still ain't meet in person wow. yet. You know what I mean? It's just it's strictly online, or strictly talking through emails and text messages. I probably, we probably exchanged numbers and spoke on the phone once or twice, but. For the most part, I, I like just like eight songs on slunk. I said out of the eight, it's like it's like five songs on there that from producers I haven't even met in person.
1: That's crazy, and you know the fact that you're still working with DJ Static. I mean, Static, you know, is what is one of those guys that's been there from day one. So, what's it like yes. being able to work with Static in 2019 after all these years?
0: Um, you know, that's family. That's strong. We go back to the stronghold. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to do all that. We go back to the stronghold. So Static, that's, that's home team, man. They, that's one of them situations that really ain't going to ever change. Because, you know, that's home team. You know what I mean? Call, static? Static, is, 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 is in the clutch. If I ever need a beat, you know what I mean? Static is one of them in-house producers that I know I can get mad bangers from. But it's just like, sometimes you want a, a different sound, so you, you, you reach out to other people for new beats. But, you know, if you can't get that other person, you definitely got static. Go, on deck. Like, all right, man, listen, i reached out to this nigga. He ain't, he giving me the around, man. I've been calling this dude for S-Y-D. He gave me the around. I got to have this song done by the You know what? Let me call it static. That's what static is at this point, man. He's just a, he's just a, he's a clutch man. Yes, no soda. Oh, let me get a, let me get an iced tea, and, um, uh, can I get a homemade iced tea? Yeah, let me get a homemade iced. Oh, you know what? I want a, I want some pineapple too. I'll pay for it. Yeah, let me get a, let me get two homemade iced teas and a pineapple. Yeah, so that's what's out of here. And then, you know, it's like I said... Like Static to go back to the stronghold days with us. How about that? Static to go back to the stronghold days with us. You know, and, and um, that was that was us. Like I put out a project back in the days with Static, me having breeze ever flowing for our folks. So that that's always like that's what I mean by home team. That's always gonna be home team.
1: Where where's that project today? Because that that I thought I was an expert on stronghold and I've never heard that.
0: Oh, oh, it's on, it's on SoundCloud. It's on Breeze everflow and SoundCloud. Or you can just go to SoundCloud and put a Breeze Everflown with Outpost, and oh, then man. the whole part
1: is coming up. am crazy. I'm definitely doing that after this interview.
0: Yeah, Outpost. We, that shit is old, though, so it's definitely about... Damn, when we did Outpost. Outpost is about 2003, 2004.
1: And... That was that great
0: era where so much rapping about rapping. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Damn, you about to make me go home and listen to Outpost. I ain't <laughs> even hear the project in so long. And when we dropped it, we dropped it. We went on a little college tour. Me breathing static. We did like seven cities, seven colleges. I remember the first city we did was Charleston, South Carolina, and. That was like the first show, and it was probably like the best show of the tour. But it was so late, man, and they was really fucking with Outposts, man. And then I remember we used to, we did multiple shows all over New York as Outposts, and we used to always get a great response. And I, I remember one day, I you know we 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 ain't really had the capabilities we have now when it comes to releasing music, especially when you're doing it on your own. Because we did Outposts on our own. There was no SoundCloud then. And we we pressed up little CDs and we was actually selling them hand to hand. And we were doing shows and niggas was singing the songs with us, like singing along with us and shit. So it's just like the word was it was definitely spreading. And it felt like it felt like that album was gonna be the album to do it for us. Like it felt good, like. Yeah, but definitely look that up. Outpost, Means, Breeze Ever Flowing and DJ Static.
1: So what happened after that then?
0: Um, well, you know, we, we started working on another Outpost project, but then, uh, you know, a lot of things happened. Static got up, static started getting gigs with other, other artists. Breeze, um, went through a little transition in life because he lost his mother. Um, me, you know, I, I was doing my thing and then. The battle and shit took off like not too far after that. Like battle, I saw the battle like '08, something like the outpost shit. The battle and shit just blew up. Um, it, it just you know, Breeze moved out of New York. Um, it was a bunch of different things that just transpired that just slowed down the process of outposts. No hard feelings though. Nothing ever. Like it's not like we broke up on some bad blood shit. Nah, it was just, you know I, I I believe not for nothing, I believe that the, the 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 first switch was Breeze's mom's passing. So that hit Breeze kinda hard and they kinda put a delay on all of the recording we was doing and all the shows and Breeze just really had to buckle down and deal with family. So, I gave him that space to do that. Like he needed that. I was just there to help him. You know what I mean? So, that was like the very beginning of the ending of the Outpost saga.
1: Man, is there any chance for a, a um, kind of like an encore with Outpost today?
0: Hell yeah. Yo, Breeze was just in New York the other day, man. Man, he was in my backyard smoking good, but. Yeah, hell yeah. We was talking about doing music again. Breeze actually came out here and did a show at New Year weekend. It was packed. It felt like old school again. Yo, what up, man? And, um, so, and, and yeah, we definitely spoke about it. I don't see why not. I would love to. You know what I mean? To get that. You know, Breeze is like my mentor, man. So I would love to do a project with him again. Like, I would love to do a full length with the breeze ever again. But started going doing all the production, what? Hell it yeah. It'd be incredible.
1: Because, you know, it's, you know uh, it doesn't sound like a stronghold reunion is ever really going to happen. So I think I think Outpost is what we definitely would need.
0: Yeah, nah. nah it, Outpost should have happened before a whole stronghold would You know what I mean? This, this. There's a lot of sin and stronghold, like you know, a lot of people don't even talk yeah. like that no more, which is unfortunate. But you know, people grow, people grow different ways. You know, what I mean, it happens,
1: but obviously, I love the fact that you know, on Squatter's Rights 2, um, you got the big brother poison pen on there. Anything with pen on there is, is a classic of in, my, in my book, so um.
0: Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I don't really, I ain't got too much shit that no, Penn ain't you really on. Don't. You know, I mean, Penn on son of one arm man. He was on Outpost. Um, yeah, Pen Pen is on. The, the, we put a Team Homie mixtape out that's on. That's on that pit, of called Yellow. T- Penn is all over that. Um, yeah, it's not. I don't got too many. I I probably got like one project, my my Word to Live By EP, that's on that pitch. I don't think Penn is on that, but my Word to Live By EP was a a bunch of songs I recorded in one day. You know what I mean? I just do all that shit on one EP. It was like seven songs. I did all that shit in one day. Wrote and recorded in a 12-hour studio session.
1: That's crazy. Word. When was that? I don't even I don't I don't remember that seeing that come out. I, I somehow missed that.
0: Yeah, that that came out right before "Son of a One on Man." So that was the EP that I released to 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 boost up hype for "Son of nice. a One Arm on Man," It was called "Words to Live By." It's on, it's on that pitch.
1: I'm gonna be up all night, man, catching up on everything that I missed out on.
0: Yeah, it's on that pip. It's called Sway Seven Words to Live By." I believe it's seven songs. And it's all recorded. I recorded it all in one day. Wrote and recorded. Like, I went to the studio with a pen and a notepad, and I left there with seven new songs. And I put them all on the same EP together.
1: Man. And when you look at Squatter's Rights, I mean, you even got props from Method Man on this. What did that mean to you?
0: Oh, man, I meant the world. I meant the world. Because, you know, I didn't even... You know what means it even more to me? The fact that, you know, when I first released Squad it's like, you know, I do my average promotion and you tagging everybody in a yo new song is I don't know, I check this out. So you putting out the links and you tagging everybody. And I never tagged Matt. Not purposely. I just I just slipped my mind. I, I was going through my list, I never put his name on any of your tags. And he still retweet. He still tweeted my shit. And it's not like I tagged him and he saw it and said, "Oh, let me be tweeted." No, he grabbed the link himself and made his own post. Check out my homie, Swing seven new. You know what I mean? And it was just like, "Oh shit, good looking." And then not for nothing, that's tell like you the power of celebrities because. You know, I've been promoting, when we first dropped Slum. I've been promoting, promoting, promoting. And yeah, you know, I got a little name for myself. So a lot of people that fuck with me, they was retweeting it. And, and, you know, but what Meth put it, my phone was, <laughs> like the, the alerts was going crazy. My wife looking at me like I'm cheating. Why you fuck your fucking phone going off? Somewhere? And this is like, yo, I don't know. And then when I finally looked, i look because everybody is retweeting meth tweeting about the Slum project you know what i mean so niggas don't even know really who i am just the fact that meth tweeted it i got a thousand retweets in an hour so that's just it's like damn i had to call him personally like yo brother thank you you know what i mean you don't even know just that little bit I, I'm pretty sure out of the thousand retweets, a hundred of them at least listen. Right. You, know, you know what I mean?
1: I mean, yeah, and, and, and what's awesome about that is it's not like he's profiting off of that or it's a, it's a sponsored post that you had to pay for. It's like that's just genuine, like, you know, putting other people up onto it and using his platform, you know, to put somebody up on some dope music.
0: hmm Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hold on. Yeah, I got you. I'm sorry. I just walked in the house. My son told me which one is mine. <laughs> of hold on, Tyson. Wait a minute. Go tell Jamal come get his food. That's his. I'm not about to bring it downstairs son. Yeah, that's it. Tell him come get it. It's hot. I went to the store. He can come get his own plate my money, went to the store. Why you sit back and play 2K? Go get your plate.
1: It's a good life.
0: Yeah, right? A little <laughs> too good. I ain't having all this.
1: Man, so where do you go from here when you look at you look at slums and you look at, you know, just how, how well squatters' rights has been received? Are you looking at Another Slums project? Are you looking at going um, with another solo?
0: Yeah, we're already in it. Yep, I got oh, both of them, actually. I got the solo project I'm working on, Larry Suavis. That'll be my next solo project. And we already in the studios working on the next Slums project. This time it's called Gentrification. The first one's called Sparta's right? right. Yeah, this one's called Gentrification.
1: And are you looking at making this a full-length project? Are you looking at sticking with, like, the EP format?
0: Okay, see, that's
1: where... um, That's
0: the... I'm kind of torn right now. Because... I don't know if I should make any more full-lengths. Because of the way the game is going now. The attention span of the game is not... They're not as wide, as big as they used to be. and I don't really have see people listening to full albums anymore because of the internet. Everybody got the capability to just stream or buy one song. And I think a lot of people have been doing that. You know what I mean? And I had a long talk with Voice to Five Nine and Marv One in, in Detroit one time. And Voice to Five Nine said that he's only dropping full length because he has so much music to let go of, because he's always recording. You know, he got a studio heaven. He damn near lived there, and he just got so much music that he's always constantly making. That you know, he's just trying to get it out. So he can get to the point where he can just release six songs at a time. You know what I mean? Cause he said he if he started that now, he' gonna be. You know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna take him forever to get all that shit out, which I understand. But you know, whatever. I mean, he could, and it just have a bad catalog for years on out. But basically, he's basically saying that it's not the time to release full length anymore. Everybody's attention span is shorter. He said, you could probably just do the same thing, just releasing six, seven song EPs every six months to a year. Every year, you got to... Every six months, you got a six song EP dropping. You know what I mean? If you look at Conway and Thirty Eight Special, Benny the Butcher, they—if you go to iTunes—they got like seven projects out. You pull up the project; these projects are like—and and I keep it real. I had this conversation with Royce a while ago, and now I notice everybody doing it. Black Door dropped a five song EP. Nas dropped like five songs. Benny the Butcher got one that's like seven songs. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that is the
1: wave.
0: I mean, that is the wave. Everybody, nobody's really dropping full length, full length. So everybody's just dropping these little EPs, and you bang it out, and six months later they got another one for you. So I figured I'm gonna do that.
1: I mean, I would, I would, I would much prefer that as opposed to back in the day getting. Demo CDs and mixtapes in the mail that would like go right up to that eighty-minute mark on the CD. It'd be like twenty-four to thirty okay. songs, and it'd be like right you know, seventy-nine minutes and fifty-seven this seconds.
0: Yeah. So, so that short one. So this one is icy, right? Yeah. Okay. So the long one icy, and this one so. They both yeah, they both icy. see. Okay. this one. Don't be careful walking down the steps with that. You hear me? Paul Jam- Jamal. Jamal! Jamal! Tyson, be careful walking down the steps
1: with
0: that. Did he make yeah, it? Yeah, no spills?
1: Yeah, nice. no spills. He good.
0: I mean, we, you know, we... My we... son think he... He think he's <laughs> Peter Parker. Oh, excuse me, Miles Morales, he the black man, Miles guy. Miles is way cooler. Miles. Miles is
1: way
0: cooler, man.
1: Yeah,
0: I feel like that like too.
1: he's
0: doing... And I live in Brooklyn now, so he definitely... But my son was born in Brooklyn. You know, I'm a Harlem nigga, but my wife got me living in Brooklyn. And my son was born in the hospital in Brooklyn. So when the Into the Spider-Verse movie came out, there was a scene where Miles be like, yes. Brooklyn! yo, know, my son do that <laughs> every awesome. day. Brooklyn. you do that shit every day. I
1: mean, Miles was... You heard him? You heard him? You heard him? Do it again. (laughs) 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 That is awesome. I mean, that movie was so great. I mean, Peter Parker would never do graffiti um, underground, (laughs) and he would... I mean I th- I thought that my, my kids loved the movie and the soundtrack you know, um, hearing Biggie in a, in a Marvel movie was crazy
0: yo I loved it I loved it I loved it I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't have no more straws you got a cup that's why I poured it in the cup where you going? eat your food yo you better come eat your food boy all right, am yeah, I'm not carrying nothing Take the juice down there Come back and get the plate Don't spill nothing
1: Man you're brave Letting them eat in the basement man
0: I don't let everybody <laughs> eat though man That's what the TV is Nobody want to eat at the table no more.
1: We were just having that, co- that conversation I mean, today. It's, I, it's, it's always in front of the TV. It's like, we got to stop
0: that. Yeah, I, I, I used to actually get in trouble for yeah, that yeah. back in the day. See? My mother used to take the TV out of my room. And I, used to quite, I used to get caught eating in my room, watch the TV. My mother used to come, unplug the TV, and take the shit out of my room. By the time I get out of school the next day, There'd be no TV in my room. Just a little just a little clean spot on the counter where my TV was. You <laughs> see the dust ring around yes. where the TV was. Like,
1: oh <laughs> shit. What? And and you know if she went through all that trouble getting it, you're not getting it back anytime soon. Right. And I used to always be like, Your oh, mom,
0: what's the big deal about eating while you watch the TV? My mom really was against that shit. Now she do it every day. That's the funny part. She be chilling in the crib, eating, watching TV, watching prices, writing shit. And I'm like, yo, back in the day, I used to yeah. get slapped for this. I can't, why you can't eat and watch TV? I never understood that. And she used to be like, yeah, you're supposed to eat at the table with the family. Dinner is sacred. And I used to be like, I hear you, but times change. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch different strokes.
1: Yeah, man. No, I. We, we were having that same conversation today. Um my kids watching something, it's one of those like scary shows on Netflix. Right. So what is the writing process like for you when you're, you know, writing for an album versus preparing for a battle?
0: Totally different. How so? Um, because my writing process when writing on an album it's about vibing. It's about feeling the music. It's about exploiting the mood, whatever mood I'm in. That's what comes out. When I'm fighting for a battle. There is no music. Although do I do write the beats, I only write the beats to structure a rhythm. But I don't. I, being that I don't actually perform it to a beat, um, I do a lot of ad living. So if you if you were to take one of my battles off of YouTube and try to put music behind it, you would probably have to do a lot of fixing because i will always I would never be on beat my wife my words would not stay on a tr- on beat because I'm always adding words and adding live in the actual battle but to music you gotta stay in a pattern to a rhythm you know what I mean you gotta stay on beat in the pocket, so I would say it this one but that ain't got nothing to do with whatever I would explain. But, but anyway, right before a battle, you have a target. There is no mood. There is no, oh, what am I feeling today? There is no, oh, what is this beat saying to me? No, it's another nigga in front of you that's going to try to kill you, make all these people in this place laugh at you, humiliate you, call you out your name, make you feel lower than him. And at the end of the day, he's doing that to show you that you cannot rap better than him. So I have to write like that because you're not going to make me look stupid because you can't rap better than me. So I got to keep, You know what I mean? It's a constant, it, it, it be real with you. It's real petty. <laughs> we just being real petty with each other, but you it's a different process because every I'm writing with the intention to annihilate somebody. And and music, I don't write like that. I don't write to annihilate maybe a topic or maybe if the song is about battling. But for the most part, you're dealing with different moods and, and emotions when he's dealing with putting together a music project. So you don't have a target in mind of somebody that you want to kill or annihilate or disrespect or, you know what I mean? So the, the bars never come out that way.
1: Right. So how much research goes in to preparing for a battle? Like how much do you research your opponent?
0: Um, It depends. It depends. Sometimes I do a whole like I got a battle Saturday in in Orlando, Florida. I got a fight tomorrow. I'm battling Twerk. Twerk is a nigga that is very nice and he's he's one of the golden boys of today's ever battle at. So knowing that, I did a lot of research because I've been looking for a chinkin in armor. So I've been looking at a lot of his battles, past and present. I've been looking at battles he messed up in, battles he did exceptionally well in. I've been looking at the kind of opponents that he did well against as as to compare to the kind of opponents that he didn't do so well against. and see if there's patterns. Like, I'm looking for weak spots. You know what I mean? Because he is that good. And and I would be stupid to take this, like, He's just a regular Joe Schmo. Regular Joe Smoes that I probably do for a check real quick. I don't really look them up because, to be honest with you, they battles it would take me like you know after watching too many. You like oh I can't believe it'll actually probably take me out the mood then put me in it because now I'm listening to you when I really don't really even fuck with you. I don't even think you're that nice. I'm forced to look at your battle because I got a battle. You. So. I wound up turning this shit off and just constructing some shit, just just cause, you know what I mean. But when it's somebody like real formidable like Twerk is, now I gotta look at the game
1: takes. So looking at that, I mean, is there anyone you want after? Is there? Do you have your sights set on anybody? Any battles that you want to make happen in in twenty twenty?
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple. I really want to battle the new dudes. Because that's where the hunger at. And these new dudes coming in hungry. And for one, when you're hungry, you make good battles. And for two, they think they're nice. They think they're going to come out here and run all of that stuff. And I'm like, no, you not. I'm not. Like, they can't fuck with me. I'm lying. They can't fuck with me, B. So I'm going to continue to scream it. And I'm going to continue to prove it. Y'all can't fuck with me. And y'all new niggas going to keep thinking y'all can come in here Oh sway oh get his old ass out of here. They didn't do it yet though. I'm still here. Been been in battle rap eleven years. They ain't do it yet. So that's what I'm on.
1: No doubt. And so, you know, the same way you do research on on who you're gonna battle, I gotta do research on you. And one mm-hmm. of the things that was really funny was on Reddit. I don't know if you ever saw this, um, but people were talking about um, if there's any examples of you actually having to step to or put hands on people. What do you think when people are debating and, and talking about you like this online? I mean, is that stuff you even pay attention to or does it make you laugh? Like, what do you think about all that?
0: Um, I don't really pay attention to it. It makes me laugh, but... A lot of people want to see me in action. I, I think it's great that they haven't yet, because that aspect of me is still a mystery. They know I do. Everybody got people that vouch for me. You know what I mean, I, I had somebody come up to me the other day, like Yo, oh, slave, I keep hearing about this martial arts shit. So you know, I ain't gonna lie, Sway. I'm telling my man, yo, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it, and out the blue. He said, somebody came in the blue, somebody walked in the room like, nah, i seen it. Don't test wave. that boy here is a problem. And started explaining to him a story about me whooping somebody ass. So the moment he started doubting me, somebody came and clarified him like, nah, i seen him. i seen him in action. That boy is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you know, and Poison pen is another one that be doing that. I'm walking up the street one day, some fan walked up to me, talking about, hey, you he seen Poison pen. Yeah, I think, yo, Sway really a black belt? He said, and told him some story about me fucking somebody up. i my dead, damn. But I like, that's part of my mystery, man. I don't, I don't, like, even when I trained, we ain't allowed spectators while we used to If you wasn't part of our dojo, you had to leave the gym. You know what I mean? I don't know if you follow uh, Mayweather, but back and when he do when he was doing his twenty four seven before his fights, he will always make the cameraman leave his sparring sessions. I'm from that era. The U S Army don't let the media in their training facility. We can't come in there with cameras and show the world what we doing to train our troops. Why? So they can amount a counter for it? No, we good. You know what I mean? I'm not. And right now I'm at your own risk factor. You could doubt it if you want, but if you test me guess me listen, that's something you at your own risk. Or you could just believe that yes, I have three be black belts and I'm nice of mine and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That, that's that's what it is yeah, with I'll, me. I'll
1: pick that option.
0: I mean, yeah, so, no. so how
1: how much have you been in the gym lately and you know um is that a part of your daily routine at this point?
0: at this point. Nah at this point I'm a little mad at myself. Um I've been real lazy. I've been preoccupying myself with um trying to promote the slums and organizing shows and tours and shit. And the gym. I ain't been to the gym I think I went to the gym twice this whole summer that just had. I do my push ups. My birthday was October 1st and I did a hundred of everything on my birthday. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 jumping jacks, 100 dips. I just did 100 of everything. And um yeah, that I worked out on my own, but as far as going to the gym, I did it twice. The last time I went was like in July, right before I went to Detroit. No doubt, man. Well,
1: Sweet so, man, I really appreciate your time and definitely wishing you a safe, safe travels down to Orlando um, over the weekend, man, and, and and much success with the with the music and and slums and and everything else you got going on.
0: Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for calling. In. Thank you for allowing me to. It's share. an honor, man. And please stay tuned because I got enough going, man. And go check out our album when you hang up. You'll love it. I promise. It's old, but you sure still I'm sure we're like to it. be
1: talking soon, too, man, with, with everything else going on.
0: Indeed, indeed. Indeed.